The divine is everywhere. This whole world, all of creation, is a manifestation of the infinite. That infinite consciousness, that infinite love, which is at the core of the universe, has been the source of all creation, is the substantive nature of everything that is. So the question comes, why is there suffering? Why do people harm each other? And how does that relate to today's situation in the world? And the leaders of the world today, that divine love is indeed everywhere. It is in the substantive nature of life itself, of every particle in this universe, is part of the whole of being. Every living being is a manifestation, a part of the whole. Human beings have developed to the point where they have choice. The choice to move towards their essential nature, towards this wholeness which is at the core of their being, or to fight against it. And because of this capacity of choice, there are those who do to their own wounded minds choose to harm and hurt others. Leaders of great power often forget their humanity. Power, the, the striving to be, be in such a situation of power overwhelms the mind. The person becomes a slave to the power which they have sought. It has been asked, what is the psychology of the Russian leader, Vladimir Putin, who has waged this war, this senseless war, against a happy and healthy people? But it is not the first war he has waged. It is the one that is in everyone's attention. But great suffering has happened in Syria. And other places have been taken with less suffering because they did not resist in such a way. And he expected no resistance. When he met resistance, his psychology became that of any dominant male. The dominant male psychology is that if one's first initial assertion of control and territory and dominance 
does not succeed, then anger arises and the desire to use all of one's power to succumb any who should oppose or not accept your authority. Such is the psychology of Mr. Putin. He has been for many years in a position of power. And in that position, responsible for the lives of many, dedicated to his visions for Russia, he has become insensitive to human needs. And his sense of authority and position dictate that any who truly oppose him must be brought into line. So for him, Ukraine is part of Mother Russia. And it belongs to Russia. And he is the leader of Russia. And that they do not accept his leadership and do not want to be a part of their home country, though they are uh, historically separate. Still, there was a time they were part, and to him that is the, the place. And so like a wayward child, he punishes until they accept his authority and uh, come back to the fold and understand that he is correct in his thinking. But his sense of perspective has um, become distorted so that the suffering of those in Syria, the suffering of those in other countries, that there have been wars, the suffering of his own soldiers, the suffering of the towns destroyed and the people harmed mean not so much as one hardens one's heart with a wayward child and demands their, their acknowledgement of the patriarchal authority or else to suffer the consequences. This is his psychology. He has fallen into the trap that dictators fall into, the assumption of absolute power. Only the divine has that power. Within him, as within all the cruel and harsh leaders who have harmed living beings over the millenniums, lies the infinite divine essence. But in his psychology, 
his samskars, the reactions to past experience, he has solidified himself in the masculine archetype of the patriarch. He is a grand patriarch, manifesting that archetype to its extreme. Hitler was also the manifestation of that uh, archetype in its extreme. This psychology is not only the psychology of these two leaders, but has been the psychology of many leaders. Losing touch with humanity in their assumption of power and authority and their need to have their power and authority recognized by all and submitted to by all. There are other leaders who would have that kind of authority were they able, they hunger for it. Others who have that type of authority, but their reach is smaller or in places that are not so visible. He will crush Ukraine to bring it under his thumb. A wayward son cannot be allowed to be wayward and to compete with the dominant male. This is this patriarchal psychology gone to its extreme. In its balanced state, this same psychology is very positive. It is the masculine desire to protect, to nurture, to protect the family, the helpless child, the woman caring for the child. The masculine becomes the protector, the one to take care of, honor, protect. It is a good quality, a natural masculine quality. Though the masculine and feminine exist in both men and women, they tend to be more prominent in those of the male sex and less prominent in the female. Though female can have the same quality, it is a good quality. But when taken to extreme, it becomes the cruel father who will hurt his own children lest they not accept his authority. And for one who is a leader of a country and has uh, absolute authority, that is multiplied a thousandfold, a millionfold, because the charge is of millions of people, not simply a small family. And the psychology becomes dominant. This psychology leads to cruelty. And 
by being the leader in the psychology of people who follow leaders, who are parts of groups, those who do not re rebel against this, who either in fear or in admiration for the protector and the dominant male will follow suit. The males will follow the example of the leader. Therefore, they will be crueler. They will tend to lose their humanity and their kindness to these uh, biological urges and to the psychology set by the leader. So the leader is not simply setting the the tone of his own thought, but he becomes the dominant uh, persona, the dominant attitude for all who are in his group. And that does not include all of Russia, but it includes a great many people who are under his influence, and who uh, see only the perspectives that they're allowed to see. Those who rebel either keep their silence because they are afraid, or if they truly feel strongly, they leave. To fight such power is difficult. The psychology of Western leaders is more tempered, though there is the same desire for dominance. But the humanitarian aspects are respected by most Western leaders, and that united front fears exactly what has happened. That such a leader should arise in a time when nuclear power and destruction of humanity is possible. Humanity is threatened at this point by its own folly, not only through the potential of destructive weaponry now in the hands of a number of such dominant leaders who would choose their own authority over the lives of others. It is also threatened by its inability to respond to the warnings that to continue forward in the vein that has been will cause destruction that may lead not only to the destruction of other species, but the destruction of humanity, of all life on this planet. There is a great threat today 
and the resolve of that threat lies in the awakening of human beings to the deep love which is their inner nature. You think that your role as spiritual people is just for your own benefit, but it is not. It is for the benefit of humanity, and it is necessary at this time to counter this type of oppression and destruction that, lead, that comes from this uh, characteristic of dominance by awakening the hearts and minds of people to the love within and the compassion for all life. Compassion is not control. Compassion is love. Love is not control. Love is to care for the welfare of beings. And in this connection to divine love, bringing that deeper force within all living beings to the surface, that is the counter to this destructiveness that stems from uncontrolled desires. Humanity is at a crossroads, and that crossroads is manifesting in different ways. The threat to democracy, which is talked about so much, is very real. But it is not simply a threat to democracy that the world is dealing with. It is a threat to the survival of human beings, the survival of other beings, the survival of life on this planet, as it is known. The planet will survive. Life will flourish and reboot itself into whatever forms it needs over time. That is a certainty. But that life, as it is known in this evolutionary flow, should continue. Massive change is needed. In such times, polarization is common. The forces of love and light polarize with the forces of control, dominance, and uh, destruction. The solution is not evident at this time, but will become evident over time. At this point, humanity faces grave dangers. As spiritual beings, remember the infinite divinity within all and bring that forward in the world. That love is the counterpoint to this destruction. 
Give what help you can. Stay in alignment with the divine and with divine love and bring it forward to other people. The solutions will take time. Be patient. Have gratitude. Have compassion. Do what you can to help. No one is immune to the disasters striking the world today or in the near future. There is unfortunately no simple solution to war or to the destruction of the planet. Both require massive changes. But those changes are changes in consciousness, which then make changes in the world. Change yourself. And from there, the change goes out to change humanity. And that is occurring now. Now is the revolution of the people amid the strife and turmoil of the world. And I have every optimism that humanity will survive this crisis. But what is to be cannot be averted at this stage. Love all beings. Show your love in all ways that you can. And stay in the deep love beneath the surface of the waves. Bring that love to all beings. All right. <laughs>